The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year. And some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Corumbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, I refuse to give it up. I will not stop talking about COVID. Sorry. Uh, This is going to be some COVID news you've not heard unless you are obsessed like me and reading papers and watching the work of dissident doctors and scientists. Oh, might have caught this sort of political. Matt Gates thinks he knows why. There's no investigation, real investigation into pharma. And I believe that reason is because far too many members of those committees obtain those committee seats because they are bought and paid for by big pharma. Well, I agree. Couldn't couldn't agree more. Uh, You haven't heard this unless you're, again, obsessed like me. This guy's a Ph.D. in biochemistry and molecular biology. His name is Dr. Philip Buchholz. He's talking about the significance of the sort of DNA that's showing up in the Pfizer injections, which was not supposed to contain any DNA. Theoretically, this is all a theoretical concern, but it's pretty reasonable based on solid molecular biology that it could cause a sustained autoimmune attack toward that tissue. It's also a very real theoretical risk of future cancer in some people, depending on where in the genome this foreign piece of DNA lands, um, it can interrupt a tumor suppressor or activate an oncogene. I think it'll be rare, but I think the risk is not zero, and it may be high enough that we are to figure out if this is happening or not. Well, it is happening. Now, it might not be that specific mechanism, but it's absolutely happening because of the turbo cancer growth. There's no other reason for the explosion of that. Lots more as we continue to refuse to stop talking about COVID, because COVID was the election. The election was COVID, and now it's about lives. We'll get started with the help of Soda Weight Loss, SOTAweightloss.com. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America... Here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Let's go through this and just remember this today as we talk about COVIDs and the response and the injections and the response to the injections and more about pharma pharma has the big pharma has become obviously a core member of the party tech big finance academia media and pharma and tech and pharma are becoming one thing and in fact tech and media are one thing Uh, If you're talking about sports, if you're talking about um, cable news, tech and pharma are one thing. Um, That's the reason why Taylor Swift's all over NFL news. I I was, uh, where was I? I was, oh, 
this was during my mini sabbatical. And I rented a house down on uh, Cordland Lake. And some people think this is really weird. You know, I, I've told some friends of mine about this that, um, yeah, my sabbatical was I rented a house. You know, it's, about, it's, it's not far from where we live. Um, I mean, it's far, but it's not that far. And I rented it across from the lake, uh, Sanders Beach. It's an iconic area of Coeur d'Alene. And people said, you taking your family? No, not this time. Why? Do you take your family hunting? I take my son. Well, my daughter's a vegan. I don't hunt anymore. Uh, take your wife. My wife doesn't want to go hunting. And no, I'm taking a break on my own for, for all of three days, three or four days. I'm going to chill. In the winter? On a big lake? Yeah. I'm going to go soak in the lake and I'm going to walk around downtown. I, I decided that one of my breaks was I'm not going to drive. I'm going to be like one of the millennials. I don't have a car. I own nothing and I'm happy for that week. And I had done some exercise early in the day, had my lake soaked, and decided to walk into town and have lunch by myself. And they ended up sitting next to some guys at a bar. And I'm having a you know, decent meal and looking at the lake, beautiful view of the lake. And these guys and I are just kind of casually watching football. And it was college football. No, it wasn't. There was a pro game on too. College and pro, that was weird. I remember when that wasn't the case. And then Taylor Swift was on TV with her boyfriend. What's his name? And every guy at the bar, every guy, and there were about seven guys at the bar. Every one of them had some derivation to the phrase of, oh my gosh, are you, turn it off, turn it off. Now, what does that have to do with pharma? Well, gosh, I hope this isn't Mr. Captain Obvious Day. Taylor Swift and what's his name? Kelsey, what's his, I don't even know his name. I don't care. But uh, Aaron Rodgers calls him Mr. Pfizer. They're both pharma pimps. Why else, for what other reason on earth, would the NFL think that this is going to help them with any constituency? Young kids, are, or I guess it's not even young kids. Who likes Taylor Swift? What age group? It's not Gen Z. My daughter's Gen Z. She's over has been over Taylor Swift for you know fifteen years. But whatever age group is not going to tune in because they might run into Taylor Swift or oh oh it's cool now because Taylor does it. So I'm going to watch football. No, you're not. You might tune in to see if she's there, but you're not going to become a football addict. This is so clearly about pushing. The injections. And it's so clearly being rejected by NFL plant fans. So I started to say, let's keep this Bible verse <laughs> in mind as we talk about pharma. And then that's how that happened. I was saying pharma in media is one. That's how that happened. That's called extemporaneous speaking. So extemporaneous, I had to remember where I was at. Revelation 21, um, verse 8. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Not a fun picture. And incidentally, um, I should add, that doesn't mean that people who have lied, that doesn't mean that, or who have 
had an idol in their life. It doesn't mean that. It means people who continue to practice that as if to be good at it. Okay, we practice things at which we want to be good. That's what that means. So it doesn't mean that you, it's, it's not that you might slip up and land in the lake of fire. So let's run through pharma and media as one entity focusing on COVID, but making sure that we track pharma in other ways, including an office in the federal government about which I'd not heard. There is a thing about sociopaths and psychopaths. What fun is being a sociopath or a psychopath if you can't, if you can't show how smart you are? What fun is getting away with mass murder if people don't know there was a mass murder? What fun, what fun is there in that? So we'll talk about a very, very creepy office that uh, Representative Mary Miller wants to see defunded. of Americans are short on magnesium, which leads to feelings of anxiety and terrible sleep. If you're not getting the sleep you need, get to bioptimizers.com slash Todd, use promo code Todd, get 10% off all their products, particularly magnesium breakthrough. This is the product I take a couple hours before bed. It's not a sleeping pill. It's nothing like that. It fights anxiety because it regulates the hormone cortisol. Magnesium does that. Magnesium Breakthrough has all seven forms of magnesium. So I feel relaxed. You guys have never seen me relax. I can't be relaxed and do the show. When I relax, I feel warm and ready for sleep. And one of the greatest pleasures in the world is reading a book in bed. After you have your talk with your wife and you're praying, you're reading a book and the next thing you know, you wake up in the morning. I never get that unless I'm on Magnesium Breakthrough. Go to bioptimizers.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd to get 10% off all their products, including Magnesium Breakthrough, so that your dreams can power your recovery of your body, and then you can power life. Bioptimizers.com slash Todd, promo code Todd for 10% off. Mary Miller, um, representative, wrote on uh, Twitter something that she's thinking of doing. She's a congresswoman from the 15th district of 15th district of Illinois. She writes, today, and this was last week, that the, the House voted on her amendment to defund what she called the creepy Health and Human Services Office of Population Affairs, which Joe Biden used to promote abortion and gender, so-called, so-called gender transition procedures with you, Texas. Uh, Congressman Miller, uh, Congresswoman, God bless you for doing this. Please don't use the words of the enemy. There's no such thing as a gender transition. It cannot be done. Joe Biden's Office of Population Affairs released a guide to children on how to access chemical castration drugs without their parents' knowledge titled Gender-Affirming Care in Young People. This is the government working with pharma to send kids to be medically mutilated. Cannot bear children in many cases, if not, if not all. Not in any natural sense. Pharma loves this. The government loves this. They work together on this. And this is without parental permission. So again, if you're living in a red state, please do not believe that you're safe. Please sit down and show your kids pictures of the fake penises that they strap to girls. Sit down and show them the fake vaginas. I'm, I, I'm, I obviously you want to be age, age specific and age sensitive on this, but show them. The process, this is what they do. They shove a scalpel between your legs and slice you open. 
please show them these things. It's a horror show. And it must be shown for what it is. And please educate your kids that they have no idea what they're going to look like if, God forbid, someone got a hold of them and did this to them. You don't know what your voice is going to sound like. You don't know what you're going to look like. You don't know how much weight you're going to gain. If you're a little girl and they shove you full of testosterone or a boy and estrogen, you don't. That's an office of the federal government. And it's not COVID, but it's the same players. And it has the same exact results, which is not necessarily death, thank God, but let's say it this way, genital dismemberment and the inability to reproduce. That's an office in the federal government, Revelation 21.8. But as for the cowardly, the faceless, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars... Their portion will be the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. I don't want to be a fire and brimstone preacher because I'm not qualified to preach, but I'm closer to it than I used to be, aren't I? On both counts, fire and brimstone and being closer to being qualified to preach. Idolatry, I'll design my own body. Liars, gender transition doesn't exist. Sorcerers, well, by magic, I'll make you a boy. I know that's not exactly sorcery, but it's close. Representative Matt Gates has a habit of saying things that aren't to be said in ways they're not to be said. Matt Gates is talking about pharma and his colleagues. A reasonable person watching this hearing might wonder why this is a field hearing being chaired by Congresswoman Green rather than a hearing held by the House or the Senate with one of our standing committees. And I believe that reason is because Far too many members of those committees obtain those committee seats because they are bought and paid for by Big Pharma. And if you go look at the people who lead these positions in the House and Senate and you line up the money they get from Big Pharma lobbyists and Big Pharma PACs, it is pretty easy to see why we are here. So I, I believe that we are just at the beginning of following up on these 60 oversight requests sent by Senator Johnson. And that is what our committees ought to be doing. They should be going line by line through the requests that Senator Johnson and others have laid out. And we should be answering those questions. And it's deeply, though I'm very grateful to Congresswoman Green for leading this, it is indicative of how high the hill is for us to climb to get the truth out. And speaking the truth takes a great tool out of Satan's hands, speaking it in public. So from time to time, I'll get questions like, are you sure it's a good idea to be so open about the challenges you and your family have had? And I, I, get, I get emails like this. Are you sure you want to do that? Yes. Because I want to remove it from the darkness because they don't want Satan to be able to work on that in there. I want it to be in the light. And the light is, well, first, it's a, it's a disinfectant, but God is light. And in him, there is no darkness at all. If we say we walk with him, but we walk in darkness, and the truth is not in us. So when we move things into the light of day, we're removing them from a realm of the enemy who likes to operate in the dark. And the party wants things in the dark. They didn't want us to figure out what they were doing to kids' bodies. They didn't want us to ask questions about the injections. That's why they tried to ban the questions about the injections. So what exactly was 
the topic. What was going on with Ron Johnson? Why did Matt Gates have the occasion to talk about pharma owning these people? Well, Ron Johnson revealed a chart, and it's a chart that explains a lot. And with this, we'll enter in full force into our discussion about the continuing ruin being brought by pharma down on the bodies of human beings. With some interspersing of people who are taking things into the light. Because when it comes into the light, it's the realm of God, not pharma. You know, I don't think I I should have done this earlier. I, I was I think I'm a bad bad man for having not done this earlier. Um, you, you take pharma and compare them to our friends at Bioptimizers. Couldn't be more different. Bioptimizers works with natural products like um, enzymes and and magnesium to maximize sleep and digestion. I I can't believe I didn't think of this angle. This is so stupid of me. So all month long, uh, they've been doing a special at Bioptimizers, and it's a Black Friday mega special. But it's it's they do it this whole month of November. So there's a few days left. Of this I can't even believe I didn't think about this. You get ten percent off all products at Bioptimizers right now through this this month. When you go to bioptimizers.com/slash/todd use use promo code Todd plus. You get the opportunity to get up to $100 in products for free. So, Bioptimizers works in the realm of human aesthetics, human health, and sleep, right? So, they're really, they're, they're focused on the triad of things that, that I think people want out of their bodies. I mean, many people say they don't care about aesthetics. I'm, I'm pretty famous for saying, I don't care how I look. And I, I don't think I really do until I do. <laughs> Occasionally, I do care a little bit how I look like if I'm going up with my wife I like to be able to look nice I didn't think of this they have something at bioptimizers called the ultimate biological optimization system and this has many of the products that I use the sleep product magnesium breakthrough which is the cornerstone product but it also has their protein breakthrough it has mass seams which I use on a, a multi-daily basis mass seams is incredible for helping you um, properly digest food and helping you stay regular p3om I take that at night it's a prebiotic and a probiotic again it helps with regularity and and, and sleep etc and it also contains I mean, this is a this all in It's a big pack. It might not be the starter pack, but if you're using Magnesium Breakthrough, go look at this. This is on their website, bioptimizers.com slash Todd, promo code Todd. And you could get 10% off that plus an opportunity for $400 in free products. They also have Sleep Breakthrough, which is a drink. You you take that on nights where you're going to make, you know, you know, you're going to have extra problems sleeping and stress. They sent me this stress guardian. Now, that's specifically for people who are in super high-stress situations. All of this is available at bioptimizers.com. I didn't even think about that huge package you can get. And then you're all done for Christmas time. Particularly, buy this for yourself or someone who's having sleep issues. So, stock up on all the Bioptimizers goodness during the Black Friday mega sale, which is all month long, but wrapping up because it's only November. Visit bioptimizers.com. Slash Todd, enter code Todd for 25%. Oh, that's not 10%, 25% off any order. 25% off. That's it. 
25% off and up to $100 in products for free. Special offers only available at bioptimizers.com slash Todd. That's bioptimizers.com slash Todd, promo code Todd. That's why it's a 25% off that package. That's, I, I apologize to you guys. I can't even believe, that's like a 400, 25% off. Man, something happens to me, I go on vacation, I forget how to be a podcast host. Got to go back to school. So Senator Ron Johnson, talking about um, COVID and explaining a chart that explains so much. I do have a chart that I've, that's been censored a number of times. I don't know they can get it up behind me. Um, th- this is CDC and FDA's own numbers. And yet, you know, th- through the, all the social media censorship directed by, unconstitutionally directed by uh, the Biden administration, uh, people just don't want to see this. But th- these, are the, these are the true numbers. The first five drugs that are... Uh, listed here, this is over 28 years of reporting on the VAER system and the FAIR system, the FDA adverse event reporting system. Uh, you can see ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine are, are pretty safe drugs, as, as is dexamethasone. Um, the, the two drugs below, this is since the COVID uh, pandemic, remdesivir and the COVID vaccines. Now, I don't know how anybody can take a look at our response to COVID and, and not claiming it was anything but a miserable failure. Where 4% of the world's population, we experienced supposedly 16% of the deaths. Uh, the VAER system on the COVID vaccines alone, 1.6 million adverse events. Listen to these numbers. Again, 28 years. 28 years. Ivermectin, adverse events, 4,265 in 28 years. Hydroxychloroquine, 28,823 in 28 years. Flu vaccine, 220,346 in 28 years. Dexamethasone, 110,185. Tylenol, 136,000. Remdesivir, 9,290. COVID vaccines, 1 million 605,764. And that's to the VARS database, which is voluntary reporting. And it is a pretty good estimate that the VARS database is underreported by a factor of 18. So you could pop that up to 18 million or more adverse events. And yep, social media does not want that on their platforms. And Matt Gates says the Senate doesn't want it in Senate hearings because then they know. And once they know, they can't pretend they didn't know. Well, they can. And many people are. But we know. A professor talking about the molecular biology behind the DNA that is in these injections and the cause the, the harm that they bring we'll get to that in a second there's a canadian named jesse johnson and jesse johnson was a restaurant owner and canada tried to destroy him because he wouldn't give in he refused to discriminate on people coming into his restaurant so 
they attempted to crush him. He's going to sue him in court in Canada. I want you to hear him, and then a reminder, a contrast and compare moments from, once again, one of my favorites, Canadian dictator types, Christian Freelander. I plan on uh, pursuing a civil suit, yes. Uh, it is a, a, a bittersweet irony what happened here today. Uh, my restaurant was shut unadjudicated. I was uh, deemed uh, guilty without going to a court of law. They shut a man's business down of 20 years, uh, two families that depended on that, 30 people that were employed by it, the millions of, t- of dollars in taxes that I collected every year because I did what? Because I chose to accept all and to extend my love to all the fine people of Calgary, a travesty uh, of justice is what, what, this, what, what occurred. Really, truly a shame, a grotesque perversion of hospitality. Uh, and I hope, I hope and pray that uh, my brothers and the sisters in the restaurant industry will stand up in the future uh, and refuse to discriminate any of their customers for any reason whatsoever. Uh, it was truly a, a, a shame what happened to the hospitality industry. Has it been a difficult two years for you? It's mo- mo- the most in- uh, difficult uh, experience of my life. Uh, these bastards, they literally tried to break me. They tried to break me financially, they tried to break me mentally, and they tried to break me spiritually, uh, and they almost came close. Uh, if it wasn't for the good people that joined me here today, the many who uh, I fought with on the streets of Calgary, in the prairies at Coots, uh, in Winnipeg, all across Canada, the millions who rose up to defend our rights and freedoms in this great, great land, uh, we need to uh, pray to Jesus Christ to offer us forgiveness uh, and uh, to give us the light to fight further into the future. What is your message to people who are still fighting against against these charges, against the government? The government is still going after them. Never give up hope. Never give up hope. Uh, and uh, believe in yourself. Uh, one thing I've learned across this journey is that uh, the power of the human spirit is indomitable. Uh, and if there's a mountain in front of me, that mountain shall move. <laughs> I love it. Oh, to mention the Lord Jesus and the mountain shall move. We know what he means. With the power of the Lord Jesus, with the faith as, faith as small as a mustard seed, you too can move mountains. Now, our faith and the faith of the Lord Jesus and the faith that he had, incomparable. But if we could develop anything near that, yes, we can move that mountain. So he's standing up with a lawsuit and to express himself. And by the way, to speak the name of the Lord Jesus in Canada is a huge deal. It's a very unchurched population, and it's becoming a, well, not just secular, but it's becoming an anti-Christian population. But not with that guy. Reminder, we played her in the last show. This is one of my favorite sound bites of the, of the year. This is Christian Freelander. She is the assistant dictator of Canada, a place that froze the bank accounts, seized the money of truckers, sent people, sent cops to the homes, of Canadian citizens knocking in their door saying, hey, we just saw that you were talking about a protest on social media. We just wanted to drop by your house and, and um, hand you some rules about protesting. Just to let you know, we know that you are speaking out against government. This is what she says now that pro-Hamas demonstrators are running wild. The right to protest is essential to the democracy (laughs) that we are all so lucky to i love that every single time i love it so much i said earlier that people would have to pretend they could not pretend to not know well she can pretend that (laughs) that they didn't steal people's bank accounts yeah, but when it's COVID, well, you know, gotta, we're saving. Well, you're trying, people, it's, it's life and death in the Middle East. Oh, my goodness. The comparison. 
So we get to this professor and then a fact check. We got to do fact checks as we look at COVID because, you know, the fact checks, they save lives. So professor talks about the significance of the sort of DNA that's being found in the, the Pfizer injections. PhD, Dr. Philip Buchholz. And then Kevin McKernan talking to Dr. Craig Wax about what fact checkers continue to fail to mention about the DNA that's showing up in these injections. Got a great note um, this weekend from my Tim, uh, my friend uh, Tim Cruikshank. He's he's the sort of guy. He's the first one you hear from on Thanksgiving morning. Uh, sent me a note, and this what's remarkable about this is that he's so busy. You know, he got fired as a physician's assistant, and he had been working two jobs. The startup coffee company is doing very well because of you guys. Bonefrog Coffee, bonefrogcoffee.com slash Todd. He was a physician's assistant in the real world, got fired because they told him, you're spending too much time trying to save your lives, the, the, the life of your wife. And he said, am I having complaints from patients? Nope. Have I made any errors? Nope. And if anyone can work three jobs, that is two professional jobs and the job of trying to help save Liz's wife, it's a Navy SEAL. <laughs> because they're pretty used to doing hard things in hard ways. Tim is a 25-year Navy veteran and was a medic with the SEAL team, three deployments on our behalf. And with all that going on, I, I still get a text from him Thursday morning because that's who Tim Cruikshank is as friend and brother. And that's all well and good because you probably are not going to meet Tim. I'd like you to. Many members of the podcast family have and come away very impressed. In fact, there was a guy who uh, came to our speech in, in Seattle, last one we did. And he came over to me and goes, I cannot believe this. He said, I just went and introduced myself to Tim Cruikshank. And Tim knew my name from buying coffee. He recognized my name. I said, that's Tim. So that's all well and good. But what about the coffee? Well, how about this? How about make the commitment this year to try it? Just that. Because there's a lot of people who've tried it. And if you tried it and not yet subscribed, what about doing that? So two opportunities here. If you are new to the cast or you haven't yet tried Bonefrog, do it for Christmas. I suggest the sample packs. Okay. That is six four ounce samples of the various roasts of Bonefrog coffee, including, yep, the decaf. And that is called Zen Frog. Okay. Zen Frog. Or... You can also include what I drink, which is the door kicker brand. Normally, I drink that. I like the bone frog, just normal bone frog roast, etc. But door kicker is the most caffeinated brand. It's a light coffee, but it's a heavy, heavy kick. So you get the sample packs and try those. And then know this at bonefrogcoffee.com slash Todd, you get 10% off your first order, 15% off subscriptions. So if you've had the coffee, the sample packs, say you tried it for November for, for, uh, for Thanksgiving and you loved it, well, and I bet you did, then subscribe. It's bonefrogcoffee.com slash Todd, promo code Todd, and know this, that 10% of proceeds go to the families of fallen Navy SEALs, to the Navy SEAL Foundation. Bonefrogcoffee.com slash Todd, promo code Todd. So this is uh, Professor, PhD, Dr. Philip Buchholz talking about the sort of DNA that is showing up in the Pfizer injections. Uh, and this matters for real. 
I'm trying to be gracious here in many in circumstances. There could be malice underneath, but I'm trying to see just incompetence to be gracious. So the Pfizer uh, vaccine is contaminated with plasma DNA. It's not just mRNA. It's got bits of DNA in it. This DNA is the DNA vector that was used um, as the template for the in vitro transcription reaction when they made the mRNA. Um, I know this is true because I sequenced it in my own lab. The vials of Pfizer vaccine that were given out here in Columbia, uh, one of my colleagues was in charge of that vaccination program in the College of Pharmacy, and for reasons that I still don't understand, he kept every single vial. Um, so he had a whole freezer full of the empty vials. Well, the empty vials have a little tiny bit in the, in the bottom of them. He gave them all to me, and I looked at them. We had two batches that were given out here in Columbia, and I checked these two batches, and I checked them by sequencing. And I sequenced all the DNA that was in the vaccine, and I can see what's in there. And it's surprising that there's any DNA in there, and you can kind of work out what it is and how it got there, and I'm kind of alarmed about the possible consequences of this, both in terms of human health and biology, but you should be alarmed about the regulatory process that allowed it to get there. So this DNA, in my view, it could be causing some of the rare but serious side effects like death from cardiac arrest. So there's a lot of cases now um, of people having suspicious death after vaccine. It's hard to prove what caused it. It's just, you know, temporally associated. Um, and this DNA is a plausible mechanism. Okay. Uh, this DNA uh, can and likely will integrate into the genomic DNA of cells that got transfected with the vaccine mix. This is just the way it works. We do this in the lab all the time. We take pieces of DNA, we mix them up with a, a lipid complex like the Pfizer uh, vaccine is in. We pour it onto cells, and, and a lot of it gets into the cells, and a lot of it gets into the DNA. It's not just a temporary, um, a temporary thing. It is in that cell and all of its progeny from now on forevermore. Amen. So that's why I'm kind of alarmed about this DNA being in the vaccine. It's, it's, it's different from RNA because it can be permanent. This is a real hazard for genome modification of long-lived somatic cells, like stem cells, um, and it could cause, theoretically, this is all a theoretical concern, but it's pretty reasonable based on solid molecular biology, that it could cause a sustained autoimmune tact toward that tissue. It's also a very real theoretical risk of future cancer in some people, depending on where in the genome this foreign piece of DNA lands, um, it can interrupt a tumor suppressor or activate an oncogene. I think it'll be rare, but I think the risk is not zero, and it may be high enough that we are to figure out if this is happening or not. And again, the, the, the autoimmunity thing is not my wheelhouse. I'm not an immunologist, but the cancer risk is. That's my bag. I know this is a thing, and it is a possibility. It is happening. And he said at the beginning of his analysis that he was going to be charitable. It is happening. Now, obviously, I'm not a molecular biologist, but I'm a pattern recognition guy. The turbo cancers landing in babies and young people was not happening prior to these injections. And then globally, these injections were pushed, and now it's happening. And we can go to Dr. Ryan Cole, who saw the blood work the largest blood lab west of the Mississippi. And he saw the blood work and said, we're going to have a problem with cancers because he was seeing them come back. 
And Dr. Ryan Cole's colleagues, many of them have come forward and said, thank you for speaking out on our behalf. We can't speak out because of what we're seeing and what's going to happen to us. We don't have our own labs. It is happening. Dr. Craig Wax talked to Kevin McKernan about something that fact checkers refuse to talk about when they talk about gene therapy and they discuss DNA showing up in these injections. And this is also vitally important. And all of your cells, theoretically, I mean, because they originally said that it stays in your arm. And I think the number was like 18% that actually stayed there and everything else went everywhere else, including crossing into reproductive cells and the brain. They found it in breast milk. They're finding it in plasma. They're finding it in heart tissue now that's been damaged. So it's... it's, so it's a you know it's a traceable marker for where the damage went. That's one aspect of what we found is you know the clinical meaning of it is still unknown, but we do we now have an amplifiable marker that will tell you everywhere this stuff went. Um, that's that's a little bit harder to do measuring, let's say the the lipid nanoparticles or the spike protein because those aren't amplifiable molecules, so they're a little bit harder to do pathology with. But when you have DNA floating around, which has a long, uh, which is fairly stable when it's inside a cell. Um, you can start tracking this stuff much more rigorously. But uh, now the, the second complaint we've seen in some fact checks that come after us is that, well, once that DNA gets into the cytosol, the cell is going to probably eat it up. They, they, don't have, they don't cite any references for this. They just kind of hand wave saying probably. Um, but what they're failing Sign to... the fact checkers, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, and what the fact Ooh. checkers are, are, are failing to mention, even though we've put this in front of them multiple times, they choose to ignore these citations is that the DNA in the Pfizer vaccine is a very special kind of DNA that has a nuclear targeting sequence in it. Uh, this is what's the what's in the SV40 promoter. It's a piece of DNA that transcription factors bind and drag all the DNA to attach to it into the nucleus of the cell. Um, in fact, it's used in gene therapy. David Dean publishes a lot of work and using this SV40 tool to get DNA into the nucleus so you have really effective integration. Um, so uh, the fact that we have a tool in there designed for genome integration that's not disclosed is, uh, I think, is where the real crime is. Uh- oh, and it gets into the genes. It reverse transcribes itself. And we just heard from the professor that it can go generation to generation. What was the name of that office again that we began the program with? Does anyone remember the name of the office that Representative Mary Miller is trying to shut down? Yeah, the Office of Population Affairs in the Health and Human Services Division of a government run by God knows who, because it's not Joe Biden, that is all in on the World Economic Forum and their drive to decrease population. Yeah, I'm not going to give up on COVID. Revelation 21.8. But as for the cowardly, if people continue to be cowards about speaking out against this, that's not having been cowardly. That's continuing to be cowardly. The faithless. People who do not have faith in Jesus Christ. The detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, the portion will, their portion will be the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Reminder to the rest of us, as we listen to this stuff, and it's so hard to not hate 
First John 3.15, everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. That's a hard one. That's a hard lesson. It's a hard one to, to not hate. Exodus 20, verse 13, you shall not murder. Romans 12.19, beloved, never avenge yourselves. Leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. That's a hard one, too. So seek justice rather than vengeance. There's one more bit of audio <laughs> that I'm anxious to share with you. And it's John Oliver. John Oliver is, of course, a very, very funny comedian. Just amazingly smart and funny. And boy, he was really, really hard-edged about gene editing. Because we just talked about gene editing. He was really against that stuff. And then something weird happened. Thank you, Sarah. So, yeah, John Oliver. <laughs> kind of a change of opinion here. This goes to the magic words. Uh, you know, I report, I talk about the, the word transgender is a magic word because no one has ever been born in the wrong body. It cannot happen because we are our bodies. But it has magic appeal. So when you say, oh, well, they've banned transgender women from sororities, people go, oh, that's, that's sick. Why would you ban certain women from sororities? Because they're men. They're not women. That, that, just the magic of that word. Vaccine is a magic word. Well, you're not against vaccines, are you? Notice this, that people will say, wait a minute, wait, hold on. I want to make sure. Are you an anti-vaxxer? Wait, so I have to believe all vaccines are good? They're vaccines. Right, but I can't have a concern about, let's say, the HPV vaccine. Well, it's a vaccine. No, it's not. Vaccines are about stopping communicable diseases, passively communicable, okay, that, that can affect society just because people are walking around. The HPV vaccine, you don't get that condition, that cancer, without sexual activity. That's, that's, and secondly, the HPV vaccine is not the least bit safe. I don't trust any vaccines anymore because I've watched what they'll do. Magic words. So John Oliver did a piece about gene sequencing and, and a gene therapy in human beings. And it's so funny because he sort of changed his tone when the magic word came to play. Gene editing isn't only showing up in movies starring Rock the Dwayne Johnson. No, it's also now constantly brought up on TV with, with varying degrees of excitement or extreme alarm. A stunning and controversial breakthrough in science has arrived, gene editing. This is a milestone that could one day erase hereditary conditions. Some fear the technology could be used to create designer babies. This technology has the potential to change our DNA and the DNA of all organisms alive and extinct. Could that lead to eugenics? Could that lead to new divides in humanity? I don't know. That stuff is, that stuff's scary. 
Exactly. It seems gene editing is either going to cure all disease or kill every last one of us. <laughs> and the truth is, any time there is a bold new technology, people do tend to go nuts. It's like cut and paste in Microsoft Word. Uh, if there's something that you want to fix on a strand of DNA uh, with CRISPR, you could theoretically find it, cut it out, and paste in a fix, at which point, presumably, Clippy shows up and says, Hi, it looks like you're trying to play God and alter the basic building blocks of life. Need some help? Our best way out of this mess long-term is clearly vaccines. So we need to get the vaccine into as many adults as possible as soon as possible. And that means you really need to get vaccinated. And obviously I mean the collective you, but also you, Mike, Mike in Baltimore. Get the vaccine, Mike! <laughs> oh, the magic of magic words. Ain't it a hoot? got this email over the Thanksgiving break and I'm, I'm, I got a lot of them and I appreciate this. Uh, just focused on this one as we wrap the show because it is a magic word. Note, from Beth in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Dear Todd, how thrilled I was to find your program on the weekend. I listen to that as I do my errands and to learn about the podcast. I'm so glad to be reunited with you. You used to do programs about magic words and magic words like transgender. I wanted to tell you something I think you'll find edifying. My daughter fell for the transgender lie. And for many, many years, we've been dealing with this lie in our life. She's now 19 years old. We were panicked because, of course, being an adult, she can access these wrong sex hormones, as you put it. Yes, I know she could have done that earlier in some of what you call the separate countries. When she finally was prepared to go and get these injections, I asked her a question that you'd suggested many years before, which is, how are you going to look when this is over? She's 19, has never been satisfied with her body. And I said a very simple thing. How are you going to look? Describe your appearance to me. She said, well, I'm going to look masculine. She said, what is masculine? What does that mean? To my daughter, the word masculine was a magic word. So I showed her some pictures of men and said, are you going to look like this? Well, I don't know. What about like this? Well, I, I don't know. You don't know. It's a magic box. Todd, when my daughter looked at the hundreds of pictures of men I'd grabbed and prepared, she began to look a little pale and concerned. I asked her about the word transgender. Is it any different? You can say these men, they're all men. They're all masculine. What does transgender mean? Show me a picture of transgender. Show it to me. She showed me pictures of people who had so-called transitioned. We looked at them together. I said, what does transition mean? She said, I don't know. Then my daughter spoke the most amazing words to me. She said, but what if I don't do this? I said to my daughter, then you know. And there are other ways to deal with your feelings. 
and I asked her if she would pray with me. It had been years since we'd prayed. And I simply asked in our prayer that the Lord would give her the patience to slow down and to think about what she knows versus what she cannot possibly know. And I closed the prayer by reminding her that she is the daughter of the king. I don't know if it was the prayer or the pictures. I know that my daughter slowed down and ultimately came and said, I think I want to approach this with therapy and prayer. Thank you for talking about magic words in your program, Todd. I think people need to think more about that. And thank you for whoever puts on your podcast. Well, it's me and some friends and some people I paid. No, there are truly paid team members as well. Beth, you made my day. Thank you for the notes and God bless you and your daughter as she continues now to rejoin in full the body of Christ. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and remember that in God, in Christ, all things are possible. do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.